It's football, pumpkin spice lattes, sweater weather, and season three of the Extended Play Podcast with Ian Tank. Welcome to season three of the Extended Play Podcast with Ian Tank. We made it to three. Can you believe it? Yeah. Uh, here we are, season three, and we thought, what better way to start season three than with another discussion of genre? We're going to do hip hop. We're going to talk about hip hop, um, and we're, we're really going to get into it, uh, sort of all different facets of it. Uh, we're going to get into our history with the genre um, from you know the very first things we listened to and, and all the way up to what we listen to today. We'll talk about what we love about the genre, uh, what we don't love or uh, and sometimes just don't get about the genre. Um, later on, we will talk about our uh, our top MCs, our favorite MCs, and a little bit later on, we'll have another edition of our My Five segment, and that will be uh, hip-hop related, so we'll talk about our top five hip-hop songs. So a couple uh, administrative issues here to, <laughs> as we get started. <laughs> That's right. So Ian and I were just talking about it, about what is hip-hop versus what is rap, mm-hmm. and there are people much more studied and knowledgeable in this than us. Mm-hmm. Um which is, you know, not hard to believe, you know, two forty something white guys in the suburbs. Um, but so we won't get into it too much other than just our, our basic understanding is, you know, that hip hop is the culture. Yeah. Rap is kind of part of it is the music, yeah. but over the years they bled into each other. So yeah. whether or not they're interchangeable, we don't know, but just for simplicity's sake, we'll be referring to uh, the music as hip hop. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's funny because I feel like, you know, the last time we did this was the country music mm-hmm. um, episodes. Mm-hmm. And in a weird way, it's almost like by nature of our skin color, like we were quote unquote qualified to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And we're quote unquote not qualified to <laughs> talk about this. That's very true. But the irony is, is we are much more knowledgeable on this yeah. than on country. And also I feel like the hip hop community would be way more accepting yeah. <laughs> of us than, you know what I mean? We talked about a little bit about that, about how accepting the hip hop community is to people of all cultures and country is not. Yeah. So yeah, a little ironic we're there. Right? That is true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, we are aware of, you know, okay, how dare we? And, you know, so everything comes with a giant asterisk, <laughs> Absolutely. especially when we get into, you know, our favorite songs, our favorite MCs, yeah. you know, later on in the episode. So it is what it is, but yeah, um, yeah we're aware that, everything comes with an eye roll and like, Oh great. Thanks for yeah, weighing in right. on hip hop guys. <laughs> right. And our top five M- MCs aren't all going to be Macklemore, you know, just because we're white no, dudes. <laughs> it'll be four of them, but you know, and then Mike D at the end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Vanilla Ice. <laughs> so we're aware of that at the same time, I think it surprised us and maybe it will surprise you guys that as much as the, these are diametrically opposed genres mm-hmm. and our love for them is also pretty much 180 degrees different. Yes. Yes. But we might've ended up at a startlingly, oh, man, at least I didn't stroke out that. That's time. a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we ended up at a surprising conclusion that was very similar to the country conclusion. Absolutely. In terms of uh, not to give away the ending, yeah, but you yeah. know, if you guys got shit to do, like here it is. <laughs> Just go ahead and fucking wrap it up. Right. But you know, it, it, it was something, it became something better and then it sort of lost its way. Yeah. And, but yet not all hope is lost. And that's exactly it. Right. Yeah. So it's that in the, in the same way that we're not willing to give, give up on country music yet. We're not willing to give up on hip hop just because maybe it's no longer for us in our age group. I mean, I think that's something we can talk about or we just don't get where it's gone. And so we'll decide, we'll dissect that a little bit about where it's gone and how we, you know, how we, what our impression is of where it's gone. And we'll talk specifically because we gave ourselves a homework assignment about listening to some, some modern hip hop songs that we normally would not have listened to and what that, you know, our reactions to those things. Yeah. Cause it's, it's funny if someone would have asked me and I assume it's the same with E if, you know, at a party, which, you know, we are, we are want to do. Oh you know, yeah. We're, we're I mean, all, always, I mean, pretty much. Always at a party. Right. Not just at home we, in sweatpants playing Xbox. We had to step out of a party right. just to record I the mean, session. I'm literally getting blown up right now. It's like, dude, where'd you go? <laughs> um, but if we were at a theoretical party and someone were to say, oh, do you like hip hop? It would be an unflinching yes. Yeah, absolutely. But if they asked anything about the last, outside of Run the Jewels, yeah, for me, uh, you know, maybe a couple other exceptions. Yeah. If they asked about anything in the last 10 years, 15 even. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. Right, right. So it's weird. It sort of just slipped away from... It really did. From me, from us. Absolutely. 
kind of unnoticed. And so I guess that's kind of where we enter the discussion, right? Is, okay, what happened? Absolutely. And is it just us? Is it the genre? And we figured the best way to, well, I guess really a mandatory way to even think about having that conversation is go find out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So we um, brought up, we agreed on a certain date to bring up the Spotify rap caviar playlist and to get into it like really, and, and just go through the list from, from the first track that's on it till, you know, basically how much ever we could tolerate. I think we did come into it with a certain sense of like, this is going to be tough. We generally know that we don't connect with modern hip hop. Um, but the basic challenge was listen to as much as you can of the rap caviar playlist until you can find something that you sort of connect with. And you're like, Oh, okay. I think I'm vibing with this a little bit. Like I, I get it or whatever, or, or you're, you're into it. Right. And just to, uh, in case you haven't, uh, seen this playlist or yeah. are familiar with it, it's, it's about 50 songs or exactly 50 yeah. songs. Yeah. Um, don't know if it updates weekly or it's kind of a rolling thing. I think it's weekly. Yeah. I could but, be wrong. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a two to three hour snapshot of what is, what's popular, what's hot in hip hop at the moment. Yeah. So yeah. we figured that's probably the, the best way to go to get a snapshot of what's relevant right now. Right. So when you listen to this, these songs will be dated, right? Because we're recording this at, you know, at the point we're recording this, we, the, the rap caviar playlist was already two or three weeks old. Right. And we know in this world, especially in modern hip hop, stuff gets forgotten about pretty quickly. Like the new hotness is super important, especially when this is a playlist of singles. This isn't like, Right. right. It doesn't reflect like who is currently the, the most popular MC or <laughs> but um, um I feel pretty confident in telling you that whatever it is that you hear today is gonna sound a lot like what you would have heard about a month later. <laughs> I think so. I think that's true. <laughs> or a month previous, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So um so yeah, so we both listened to it mm-hmm. uh separately and took some notes. Like he said, it was kind of a war of attrition. Like how far could you get through it? Yes. Before you're like, okay, I've, I've heard enough. Yeah. And I think we were, uh, we're both somewhere in a, probably a little bit over half ish. Yeah. That's about right. Um, and yeah. So I think maybe the, uh, the best way for us to, um, uh, kind of debrief mm-hmm. is maybe talk about some of the songs that we thought were noteworthy one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and we will also give you guys an example. We'll, we'll go through the list and play some songs. And, uh, so you don't have to go hunting for it later to know what it is that we're talking about. Right. Sure. Um, so, you know, just running through some of the ones that I, yeah. uh, you know, I guess made note of, um, so first song for me was meltdown, uh, from Travis Scott featuring Drake. Okay. Um, and Travis Scott, I was always kind of curious because I saw the name in the news quite a bit with the Astro World incident. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, I remember seeing clips and thinking, wow, that guy probably sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't, um, I couldn't say with any certainty that he sucked. Okay. Um, I'm now comfortable saying he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that, Tank? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not the worst of what we heard on this list. No, um, I agree. There is worse stuff. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's faint praise. But <laughs> um, the 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 thing that I'm most flummoxed by. Is okay. This I don't want to say this kind of music, but I'm going to. Yeah. This kind of the beat is beyond pedestrian. I would like, agree. I, I I made this note several times on on some of these songs. These beats sound like you went. It's 1989. Your parents got you a Casio keyboard. Yeah. For Christmas. Absolutely. You opened it up, and there was a button that said "Hip Hop Beat One." Yeah. And that's what comes out. And. All, and not to step all over you, but the more we, more I listen to this, I'm like, oh, everything is the, not only do they sound so similar, like the, the actual beats, the quality of the beats, they're all like the exact same beats per minute. Yeah. Like it's right. all the exact same pacing. Anyway, so, I mean, we'll try not to make it two hours of this. Yeah, right. Right. But it's definitely an issue. Yeah. That's a barrier to entry. Exactly. Is, right. Yeah, if these beats are if, if beats are so integral to what hip hop is, right. in the way instrumentation is to rock or whatever, right. and you can't get past how 
pedestrian, as Tank said, to borrow his phrase, the beats are, then it's it's a rough sell. Right. So you start with that, and then, you know, Travis Scott at least somewhat enunciates. Okay. Um, And, I mean, I'm going to use the word, if you want to do a fun drinking game, folks, take a shot every time I say enunciate in this episode, because, you know, you probably won't be able to walk after (laughs) we're done. But... um, yeah, I mean, and, and the note I have here is like, all I got from this is they keep asking, are you fucking crazy? Okay. Like, that's somewhere in the chorus. Okay. Uh, there you go. Yeah, nice timing. <laughs> uh, there's nothing original in the beat at all. And it, it, I, my note here, it sounds like stock footage. It, yeah. it, it just sounds yeah. like like I could go to one of the many websites I use for this fine production yeah. to get some royalty-free music. Right. And and there you go. So, yeah. so that's Travis Scott. So what I was flummoxed by again is if you, when I listen to this, I'm like, who, who hears this? I, I know the answer. It's fucking seventeen-year-old white kids, sure. probably. Yeah, right? absolutely. But who is like? I need to see this live. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, back in the day, like, and again, this is probably get off my lawn, white guy shit. But like, you know, back in the day, you listen to like Van Halen and ACDC, and say, oh, I can't wait to go see this live. Yeah, sure. You know, with the guitars and the yeah, drums yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but yeah. what? Why, why do you want to see this guy mumble, like shuffle around the stage and fucking mumble for two hours? So I, that was a note I took too. Is is that the sing along quality? Like, it's not there. Right. You do not have the ability. Like, I think one of the coolest things about hip hop or any music, really, now that I think about it, is your ability to sing along with it or rap along with it or whatever. It's Im- it's impossible in a lot of the stuff we listen to in the Rap Caviar playlist. Yes. Like, not just because we don't know, because we're old white dudes who don't know the, the terms that are being, and, and that's also true, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're talking about a, a lifestyle, a culture that we're not terribly familiar with, and the the pace the um and, and again the enunciation yeah right um which again and, and what makes it and it's even more complicated by the fact that it is so heavily auto-tuned right as to make it as to make the the, the actual words indistinguishable from one another right right so and they all blend together and I, I will say this although we may not be sure about the meaning of the words from context mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure we can figure it out and yeah. spoiler alert it's probably penis <laughs> Right. Or or vagina. Yeah, right. I yeah. think 80%, if you don't know what the word is, it's it's some anatomy. <laughs> right. Uh, next up on the, uh, you know, I guess the bottom five list here is uh, Heaven on Earth, or again, I, it's HVN on Earth. Yeah. Because, you know, God forbid you spell Everything comes off as so fucking lazy. <laughs> it really does. You know? Anyway, this is Lil Tecca. I don't, I don't even know who the fuck it features, and I don't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to go back and look. <laughs> I actually had notes about this one. Uh, it's featuring Kodak Black. Okay. So, there you go. Um, my note on this one was mucho auto-tune. Yeah. Um, like, a lot. Yeah. Uh, but a decent hook. Okay. I'll give it that. I mean, okay. it's like, all right, I get it. I can see why someone that maybe hasn't listened to a lot of good music might think <laughs> i know it's arrogant as fuck i don't give a fuck it's our podcast that's right um and but again the beat keyboard i mean yes who i mean if i was a producer would i even be want to put my name on this like oh check it out here's my beat so that's a really good point because i think in the time that we were really into hip-hop producing was a it was a big deal like right like you cared about who was producing whatever record you were listening to. And I wonder yeah. if it's just, it's all the same. I mean, when you listen to Public Enemy's song, you knew you were listening to oh. Bomb Squad production. Oh, it was something totally different than right. anything else. Yeah. Um, Kanye's sort of like that. Kanye's like that. Still, well, maybe not anymore, but he was for quite a stretch. Sure. Um, yeah, like but, Jay Dilla or yes. like, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I. This doesn't sound like hip hop. It just doesn't. It this doesn't. sounds like it sounds like R and B to me. It does, and because of the auto tune, there's more. It's less of a spoken delivery yes. than it is a sing song delivery. That's for true. most things. So it, it, I think, that's where sort of like I think that break, like when Kanye made 808 and Heartbreak, yeah, like that, that changed everything, and everybody sort of jumped on that and said, I can sort of kind of sing my way through this. Okay. Um, to me, that's what it sounds like to me. Well, that's the other thing I'm going to randomly mention here. There were at least two songs in the first 20 on the rap caviar playlist that said freestyle that were not freestyle. Right. <laughs> I mean, they just weren't. And, and to be fair that even freestyle is a contested term. It is like, does it mean off the top or does it right. mean just, you know, okay. S- something I've been saving for a while and I'm going to yeah. use it now when, yeah. Right. But either way, it wasn't that. No, right. it was not. Uh, next up, 
on the hot five <laughs> is Bongos, uh, Cardi B with Megan the Stallion. Okay. Again, uh, Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, two more people that like I hear the names all the time. Yeah, sure. And I just didn't give a shit yeah, enough to listen right. to. Um, so I have now. My, my note on this is bong, 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 bong. It's it's three oh, it's minutes the whole of that. song. It's the whole oh, fucking Jesus song. Christ. Credit for consistency. Yeah, right. Um, but straight up, better flow than all the guys I listened to to this point. And that's, I mean, not to get all fucking women's rights. No. I'm on with this you. list. So, again, another spoiler alert. The one artist I'm going to start listening to out of this is Doja Cat. Exactly. Right? That is so funny. I, I wrote that down. The first time I ever connected with anything was with Doja Cat. And I'm yep. like, this is fucking cool. Like, yeah. I like her flow. I yep. like the topic. I, the beats were unique. Yep. Oh, that is so funny. Like, we're just See? looking at each other across the yep. uh, Real time people. Studios. This isn't scripted. <laughs> right? It's all genuine. But no, no, totally. I agree. That was going to be, that was my, you know, our, our goal was yeah. to find someone that we don't mind. Yeah. And... But even that, even with these, it, it, I feel like the women are trying harder. I would agree with that. Like the, maybe it's because and maybe out of necessity. Exactly. Right? Maybe there's a history of, um, you know, they need to work harder to get sure even. But I mean, it feels like the guys are. Wa- I feel. I feel like most of the male MCs are, and, and I use that term loosely, <laughs> are walking in half drunk or fucking Xanaxed out and yeah. mumbling their way through it, and not. Whereas I feel like the women are at least bringing some fire. I agree. I agree. I think it's way more about a vibe. For, <laughs> it's way more about a vibe for the guys. Yes. Right? Like we just want to make sure that at the party, if something's playing in the background, everyone can group to it. The women are bringing it. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Right. Um, yeah. The flow, right. They don't have that standard sort of trap. I guess it's called trap, the trap flow. I'm going to sound like the whitest dude on the face of the yeah. earth. Right. <laughs> but it's the, there's, and there's a great video. If you have a chance, look it up. It's Snoop Dogg apparently has his own like, YouTube talk show called Snoop Dogg TV and he had a few this is like eight years ago now had 50 Cent and G Unit in on the show and he out of nowhere just kind of starts bagging on modern hip hop and he mm-hmm. says he talks about the flow that that the flow for all of these this modern hip hop is and the guys are rolling like 50 Cent and G Unit are rolling laughing so hard and he's and Snoop's like I don't know who introduced it whether it was like Migos or whoever, but that it has become less trend setting and more trend following. Yes. Which is a pop thing to in a country thing and a country thing as well. That that's where, you know, to what I alluded to earlier, it's almost like, again, maybe someone somewhere said, here's the formula. Yeah. Right. With country. It's like, I love America. I'm a Patriot. Yeah. yeah alcohol, yeah. women and right. freedom. Right. And with hip hop, it was like, here, mumble, auto tune, and this BPM, and do this. Yeah, right. Drug use, sex. Yeah, that's it. Yes, right. I mean, I guess to their credit, at least, you know, if one of the um, cornerstones of, of the original hip hop, of original hip hop and hip hop from when we were really into it, is the. Uh, is an MC talking about how good of an MC he is, right? Sort of like this meta thing right. going on. Right. Um, at least they don't do that. Like none of these guys in their verses are saying that they're super talented MCs. Well, so. and I mean, because <laughs> that'd be a bridge too far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, maybe Drake does it, but Drake is also, I found anyway, not to spoil yeah. what you step on your toes, but some of Drake's verses were also palatable. Like, yeah. uh, like there's something going on here. Like I could listen to. Yeah. Which uh, is a good segue to the next, uh, Next song here. One final note on uh, Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. I don't have a problem with it, but I feel like they're both kind of like bargain store uh, Nicki Minaj ripoffs. I can see that. Like, okay, I get it. The kind it's of aggressive same kind of thing. So, yeah. and, and we'll circle back to that with Doja Cat after this. Okay. But um, yeah, so next up is the On the Radar Freestyle, which asterisk is not apparently a freestyle. No, no way. Uh, with Drake and Central C. Um, so Central C apparently is a British guy. Yeah. Which helps. Yeah. I like this track, actually. It's not, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, was cool. I was cool with it. My note was, uh, oh, look, British MC. Yeah. yeah. He's no Tiny Tempa, though. <laughs> I know you have a soft oh, spot for Tiny Tempa. Big Tiny Tempa. He's fan. certainly not a dizzy rascal. Yeah. No. No. Well, yeah. um, slightly better flow here. And the lyrics still about bitches and money. Uh-huh. Which, sure. That's fine. Um, you know, and that one thing that I guess, and you, you just mentioned it, is... I'm like, okay, let me take a step back from this hate train that I'm on. Yeah. And be like, all right, let's let's be critical. What and, and really all that's happened is the bitches and money swapped out for the I'm the best. Yeah. 
And even to some extent, the violence. But we, you know, there's a lot less violence. I, I would agree right, with that. The gangster rap, depending and, on what you're listening to. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna we'll call it a wash on lyric content. Hundred percent. Right. Is this stuff banal and stupid? Yes. But really, the old stuff was too, by and large. Yeah. Right. So if you take lyrics off the table, all you got left is flow. Uh huh. And. Yeah. That's where we say, look, it, it's they're indistinguishable currently. Yes. Whereas yes. before, that was not, before meaning whatever you want, 10, 20, 30 years ago, yeah. 40 years ago, that was not the case. Well, it was people's calling card was your flow being exactly. different. Like, I mean, fucking Cypress Hill didn't sound like Public Enemy. Right. right? Like, it did right. not. They, right. they were so drastically different. And the I, whole idea, I think, right. of making a record for the most part was to do something original. Right. And this is, again, trend following, not trend setting. Right. Um, but no, this is not terrible. No, I dug this one. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, again, using the E-test equality, like I wouldn't change it if it yeah. was on. Yeah. I'm not buying it. No. I'm not, you know, maybe Central C, I might check out a little bit more. Okay. Because, you know, the novelty of the British, you yeah. know, but, yeah. but, you know, none of it strikes me as like, okay, well, he's special. He's not special. Yeah. I mean, I would say like, if you're talking about vocabulary and that's something I wanted to talk about as well, uh, maybe we'll get to that later, but. Um, at least there's more original, like if you're talking about strictly original, unique words. Yes. These guys, like Drake and this Drake and Central Sea song, there are way more yes. than all the rest of the songs yeah. combined. Right. I like mean, if we did a word cloud with this, oh, it, it'd it'd would, it would at least have like a hundred different words. Yes. Yes. Not just bong, bong, bong. <laughs> right. Which, you know what? I'm going to do a word cloud of that song. <laughs> I love it. And you have to include bong? Of course. <laughs> It'll just be one giant deep red bong and then a bunch of like, I don't know, pussy and juice. I don't know. Oh, around Jesus. it. Did you just say one big bong with a bunch of pussy and juice? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like, is, sounds like the party we just came exactly. from. Exactly. <laughs> right. That we're, yeah. Any minute, guys, we'll be right back. Um, all right. So then the uh, the last one I wanted to call out specifically before we get into uh, kind of um, party mode where we go through a bunch of these. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat. Yeah. I don't know if it's Doja or Doja. It's Doja Cat. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, right off top, you've got samples. Yeah. Which is, it's nice to have that again, Absolutely. right? Like, okay, we're, as much as it's quote, you know, quote unquote, cheating, copying, whatever. Yeah. At least it's not, you know, keyboard program yeah. 101. Yeah. Um, and good flow. Just, it, it sounds, but what, so the reason I, I like Doja Cat so much from what I've heard so far is the thing with Nicki Minaj, to me, it's like, it feels a little more gimmicky. Mm. And kind of like the Amy Schumer is, look, I'm going to talk about my vagina all the time okay. because it's a way to get attention. I feel like that's kind of her trademark also. Okay. Like, okay. like how much can I talk about my pussy and my ass? Okay. And I just feel like if you took all the, for me, if I took all the things I didn't like about, and she's kind of considered maybe the gold standard I think of, so. of current female Absolutely. MCs. Yeah. All the things I don't like about her, you take them away and you have this. Okay. So I feel like it's just as kind of unique and strong. Yeah. But without, I think, some of the, the cringiness. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, you know, okay. So I wrote a few things down about Paint the Town Red. So um, it's the beat that sounded the most different. And then because of the samples, right? Yeah. And I think we talked before, and I know I've talked at length about how much I like the boom bap sample based hip hop. It's a thing for me. I really like it. And this had that. And it's also like a trumpet hook too, which is like, yes. that's killer for me. Like right. I'm all over that. Um, her flow is unique. It stands out, you know, despite the tone of her voice, like knowing it's a female, like the, her actual flow stands out. I mean, yep. their delivery, she changes it up. It is not the same flow throughout, which I really appreciate. There is a discernible chorus, which yeah. I listen. I like experimental shit. I listen to some weird ass stuff that in languages I don't even know. I listen to a ton of instrumentals. I need a chorus yeah. for the most part. Like, give me something to come back to ground me in the song. Right. And so many of these songs on the Rap Caviar playlist did not even have a right. chorus. Right. There's a reason why the traditional song structure is verse, chorus, yeah. verse, chorus, bridge, verse, chorus. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, there's a comfort level to it yeah. and there's a certain symmetry to yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And not only was the structure there, the catchiness is there too. I mean, that's a good groove. I, yeah. I mean, she can sing well. I mean, I really dug it. Um, also, I got to say, no auto-tune. Or if there is, it's so negligible right. as to not be noticeable. Right. And that is something I found, like I suspected ahead of time that auto-tune is a barrier to entry for me for modern hip hop. Mm -hmm. And I think this really did cement it in that Okay, on a deep listen, 
I thought I wouldn't be able to tell all the different MCs apart because of the, they were auto-tuned so yeah. heavily. I can tell them apart for the most part, right? On a deep listen, I could tell them apart. And I don't like the auto-tune. It really... <sighs> right, but but even the fact that you had to do a deep listen is the problem. I did have to do a deep right? listen. Like, no one listens to Public Enemy and goes, hold on, is this Chuck D? <laughs> right. Right? Like, well, isn't the point of hip-hop in the same way rock and roll? Like, you you should know right away. You should feel it immediately. Right. right. And if you if you don't, well, then, again, these tracks all become interchangeable. Right. Yeah, so the fact that there was no auto-tune on this did a lot for me. Yeah. I, I really appreciated it. So... The last one I need to comment on uh, is, so th this came up. So I had this on in the car because um, I, you know, I had to put my work in to listen to this. That's right. I'm driving around and this one is Thang For You, uh, T-H-A-N-G, mm -hmm. uh, featuring No Cap. This is uh, apparently Rilo Rodriguez. Um so what you just heard is the majority of the song yeah and uh the, i sent a text <laughs> to my co-host <laughs> saying if you told me this was the recording of someone in therapy for a traumatic brain injury i wouldn't question it <laughs> seriously this Seriously, if someone said this guy was a construction worker and a beam fell on his head <laughs> and they're teaching him to talk again and you throw a beat behind it's it. It's really, I mean, this is like fodder fodder for racists when they would like, right? Yes. Like it's so bad. This is so horrible. And what's concerning is this is on the Rap Caviar playlist, right? Yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, I don't know if he's that big of a name. Maybe this is just like a hot track, right? But it, which either way, it's disturbing. It, it, I would agree with like, that. This should have been something I found when someone forwarded it to you and say, check this out. This is the worst fucking thing I ever heard. Right. It shouldn't be on like today's hottest, right. right? And by the way, my response was in text, holy shit. Whoever no cap is, he was a drastic improvement until he gave, he just gives up on his verse three times. Right. <laughs> like it is a, it is, it's a drastic improvement, but this happened multiple times in these songs in the rap caviar playlist, which was you get to a point and you just give up, right? Because there's no <laughs> chorus. You're not working towards a chorus. Right. There's no thematic link other than just trying right. to be as creative as you can talking about whatever, sex and drugs, which is again, fine. Yeah. But yeah, just giving up and then letting the beat ride, which signal to me that it's just about this kind of beat. Right. And being able to groove to it, be in a club, and just have the same vibe the whole night. Right, which is something that we'll, you know, I'm going to bring up in a minute here in terms of the, the larger, I guess, issue is what I'll say or, sure. or theory behind it. Um, yeah, this is terrible. I mean, and, and so many tracks that there are things that I edit out of this podcast yeah. on a weekly basis yeah. because I'd be embarrassed if they made their way onto our podcast right. that, you know... Is not let's just safely say not nationally listened to. Yeah, on, on a large basis. Okay, safe, that's safe. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. That's right. Not yet. I like your attitude. Fucking yeah, because we know this okay. is quality. That's right. God damn it. And so does the extended family. That they do. Yes. Shout out to the extended family right. again. <laughs> RJ, what's up? <laughs> um, but they don't. I mean, it's like they to stretch out the. I mean, how many times do songs? Uh, feel me. Right. Like really? Yeah. Just, just in the song. Yeah. Just like, get out. End yeah, it. Fucking edit it or it starts that way. <laughs> right. Like that's content you wanted to leave in. Right. Jesus right. Christ. What did you edit out? So I, I, and I did not do this level of research though. Um, we got to Lil Wayne about, I don't know how many songs into the uh -huh. list. Right. And that was another one I was pleasantly surprised by because believe it or not, that's how long we've been out of hip hop is that I think right at the cusp of like that. Um, um, not, is it no limit? What, like Masterpiece stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Right at, at that, right when the No Limit stuff came in, I kind of jetted from hip hop generally. And Lil Wayne was like, obviously the the the, the best one about auto. Yeah. You know, it was the most talented one out of all of those. And so when I listen to a couple of Lil, Will, Lil Wayne songs, I'm like, okay, I can do this. But he does say in one track, I can't remember one track, it's probably a Millie, which is like his most famous song, where he says something like, I ain't writing shit down. Yeah. And so he does like the Jay-Z style is like, he's got some general ideas what he wants to say, but he's not writing anything down. I get the vibe that most of these MCs, again, loosely, I'm going to use that phrase loosely, 
are not writing much down. They're not spending a lot of time writing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's just, I mean, dude, you're fucking... And that's fine, I guess. Yeah, but no. No? But no. That's what you do. Yeah. Right? It's like, you know, one of my favorite Metallica, which, you know, amazing that even in the hip-hop podcast, nature finds a way. (laughs) Well done. Thank you. But, you know, Bob Rock, Kirk Hammett is doing the solo for The Unforgiven, right? And he's like, I just can't... What's hilarious is before... Bob Rock turns to the camera and says, I just can't find the right tone uh-huh. is the number one excuse of guitar players who don't do their homework. Oh, no shit. They don't want to put the work in, so they just sit there and be like, oh, I just can't find the right tone. And sure enough, later that day, Kirk Hammett's like, I just can't find the right tone. <laughs> but I think it's, again, it's it's music. That's your job. That's your job. Put in the work. Yeah. Yeah, you do get the feeling that they're coming in, coming in the right. booth super high, right, right, and right. just like let's see what sticks. And just like a job or a, a presentation or anything else, if you don't care, why should I? Well, that's a good point. Right, and the whole and the flow is such, and the beats per minute. Again, I'll get into right. like it. It is not. It does not grab you. It is. A, it's laid back by nature. I mean, it's supposed to be way right. I, I feel like. Yeah. It's like you're like in some sort of drug-induced haze while you're listening to all of this, right? <laughs> right. Like, or you'd have to be. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but what I was going to say about, again, about flow and auto-tune, sorry, I'm going to keep you know, beating a dead horse sure. here, is that I get auto-tune, I listen to artists that use auto-tune. What I have a problem with is hip-hop, because of it being sort of a spoken, because of coming from this black oral tradition, right, of storytelling and all this kind of stuff, the delivery of hip hop is very like individual words enunciated really well, not sung. Mm-hmm. There are still some MCs in this playlist that are just rapping and not singing, but then they're auto tuning the rapping. So when you're rapping one or two syllable words and you're auto tuning that, it really fucks with my head. Like yeah. auto tune is meant to like, like even out when you can't hit notes over a certain right. Next, right. Right. So for a longer, like if you're trying to hold a note for a long time to balance it out, but when you're, when your syllables are only one or two, three syllables long at, at most, it ends up just sounding like a robot. Right. It's in the worst ways. It's like if someone made a flyer or something and they used bold on everything. Yes. Yeah. Right? No, it's a good way to put it. It's like, it's, it's just, it's laziness and overcooked yeah. and like, yeah, but it's not going away. I mean, it will. It will. Well, I mean, I guess that that's where we start to get into that. You know, the I, I guess the final chapter of this discussion yeah. is how did we get here and where does it go? Yeah. So my uh, my pet theory that I uh, espoused to E on the phone the other day is I, I think there's well, I mean, there's there's multiple aspects to this, but I, maybe the biggest one is if you look at quote unquote kids these days. Um. <laughs> Their saturation of absorbing music is so much higher than, I guess, our generation. Yes. We would, uh, you know, a normal day, maybe we're going to school, we're coming home. Yeah. Um, maybe you have a Walkman. Most people don't. Yeah, that's true. Listening to music was a, okay, I'm going to go home and listen to music now. Yeah. In my room. Right. And it was intent and whatever else. I, I feel like you almost never see anyone under 21 without AirPods in their ears now. I agree. And they basically walk through their entire life to a soundtrack. Uh-huh. And the, the music has maybe devolved from I want good songs to I want background music. I, to your point, I wonder how many like of the kids these days are making playlists versus just listening to the playlists, right? Because that's right. something we do. That's something from our time, right, is making a mixtape. And I make playlists right. in Spotify all the time. I wonder, maybe that's why there's hundreds of rap playlists in Spotify. Yeah. Because there, people aren't making their own. Right. They just rather have it handed to them. Right. I mean, I'm wondering if, you know, I know I'm a big fan of lo-fi music. I use it to relax, fall asleep, whatever. Yeah. And I don't really care. You know, no, you don't they're, care. They're not even artists per se. Yes. Maybe they're treating it like that. Maybe. And, and just some of them are popular enough. They get thumbs up and thumbs upped enough. Yeah, maybe. And they find their way in a bunch of playlists and it becomes, I, I don't know. I, but I don't know how anyone could have an affinity for develop like a following for an an artist. Well, maybe it's because in so pop. So okay, we're gonna make this connection between hip hop, modern hip hop, and pop music, which is essentially a, 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 an equal. They're equal, right? Modern hip hop is pop music now. Same thing with country, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. So in that case, you've said before, Tank, on this podcast that 
you wondered out loud, like how much image really matters. Like, and we know in pop music, image matters a ton, right? Mm-hmm. That's all. That's that's a huge part of it. That's what I, I would guess that that is what makes people stand out. Like the real the reason Lil Uzi Vert is uh, seen as head and shoulders above the 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 rest of the group of MCs is because he fucking embedded a diamond in his forehead and or and he made a fucking pop punk record. Like he like. It's these weird things. It's a brand. It's a brand. Right. Like, I don't think it's about the music anymore. Probably not. I, like Takashi. Is he dead? He's Takashi not dead. He might be, in, might be in jail, though. Who's dead? Someone's dead. One of those shitty Kodak, ones is dead. Uh, uh, Pop Smoke. There's a, there's a bunch of them that are dead. <sighs> I feel like. Lil Peep. Maybe it's Lil Peep. Lil Peep's dead. <laughs> but it's a bunch of them. Pour one out for Lil Peep. Yeah, that's right. Um, but no, but it's like, you know, with the, the brightly, you know, like the fronts that are all brightly colored. Uh-huh. It's like, I, I feel like. They figured out that it's not about like the, sure. the kids don't care about the quality of the music. Yeah, it's, right. Is it a recognizable face or brand or something? Yeah, right. And that that has superseded the music, which mm-hmm. is, I guess, sad. It not to be too uh, melodramatic about it, but sad in that I mean, it's swung so far from what hip hop was. Yeah. Although you know, I feel like at times hip hop could be gimmicky. Sure, but at least, but it was gimmicky, and exactly. you were doing something different. Exactly, musically. Exactly, right? Like, yeah, sure. Cypress Hill was about weed. Right, mm-hmm. that was their thing. We're making all of our songs are going to be about weed, or or you know, whoever. Everybody had their own sort of gimmick, but musically it was different. But this is like you have a gimmick in the way you look or the way you act, right. what you do in public, but your flows are all the same. Right. Yeah. I mean, virtually no one. Uh, certainly of a certain age, virtually no one consumes music without a screen now. That's true. So when you're listening, you're looking at the artist, you're looking. It, and well, that's I a feel, good point. I feel like that's part of it. It's it, starting to matter a lot. Yeah. I, I huh. mean, I, I can't think of any other reason. I don't think it's coincidence that of this new generation, the ones that are the most, uh, that stand out the most, have these trademark looks. Sure. I don't think that's coincidence. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree. You know, and, and maybe it could be, um, you know, again, you know, record companies are always doing what they do. Maybe they just sort of randomly pick their horses and then they shove them down our throats. Probably. That's why we keep hearing it. Probably. That's by part of it. Yeah. It, it, I mean, so I guess my takeaway of all this is it's, it's not good. I tried. Absolutely. We both tried. Right. And I will continue to try. Same. Same here. Um, but I I, I'm, I'm afraid it is not what made the art form great and not even close. And I, you know, I know there's a somewhat famous interview with uh, Dr. Trey. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's saying, look, you can't say it's shit. It's just, you know, you're it's getting older. Yeah. I, I mean, not that I'm some fucking, not that I should listen to me over Dr. Dre when it comes to terms of hip hop. Yeah, sure. But I feel like he's pandering. I, I feel like deep down inside, he know he has so? to know. He has to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, everything, look, look at Dre as a producer, right? Because uh-huh. he's not much of an MC. No. If you look at him as a producer and all the time and energy he puts into making those beats, yeah. how is he listening to this and not knowing this is throwaway garbage? Yeah, no shit. That's a good point. How is a, a Red Man or a Method Man or any of these yeah. guys that sit down yeah. and agonize over how they're yeah. going to flow and build these word structures and everything, how are listening to this and going, oh, yeah. No, they, they're not. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they would all have to be, you know, and again, alluding back to what you talked about with 50 Cent and G Unit and all that. Yeah. Either just laughing at it or or disappointed. I, I don't know. But just feeling like you can't say anything about it. Exactly. So, okay, this is something I'm I, springing on Tank here that I, I, I did in my research that I think you'll find fascinating. So I watched the, so it's the 50... 50 year anniversary of hip hop. And mm-hmm. they've done two big tributes recently. They did one of the Grammys where they had a, a long medley of hip hop songs. And I think black thought from the roots was like the sort of like the MC of the medley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so that was the Grammys one. And then there was one for the video music awards just the other day, which I stumbled upon because my wife was watching, I think. Um, okay. So a couple of fascinating things here. And I think it speaks to what you're talking about. I think generation gap is really important when you talk about hip hop, especially if you're saying modern hip hop is pop music because in the Grammy medley, so the lineup, let me pull it up here real quick. <clears throat> okay, so here's the lineup for like 50 years of hip hop. This is, and basically Black Thought has like a, a, an original rap at the beginning saying like, we've came from here and we're going up new places. 
But now let's explore the whole history of hip hop. Okay, so it starts off with Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Um, it goes to Run DMC, LL, Salt and Peppa, Rakim, Public Enemy, De La, Scarface from the Ghetto Boys, Ice T, Method Man, Big Boy from Outcast, Busta Rhymes, Missy Elliott, Nelly, Too Short, and then there is a dramatic. <laughs> It goes into the locks, which is like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, whatever. But then Lil Baby, Glorilla, and Lil Uzi Vert end it. And in the Grammys audience. Which admittedly, an older audience. Absolutely. Right. By the time they get to Lil Baby, it is like pin drop quiet. Nobody knows what the fuck to do with themselves. They're like, who is this guy? Why is the vibe so far down like why are we not energetic anymore it was it was just bizarre and then it and it faded out to just a boring ass end uh, when the modern got people came in in the vma version it was it was amazingly similar it started off with grandmaster flash (laughs) and when they started out they did the fucking message yeah okay it's a bunch of old dudes getting up on stage first Uh of all (laughs) (laughs) except jack melly mel who looks like right that guy's so fucking weird though (laughs) it's weird um, when they come out, it's practically pin drop quiet. Like, okay. like Grandmaster Flash on the ones and twos has got to be like, we are Grandmaster Flash. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's so sad. Like, yeah. it made me, like I laughed at it, but I'm like, he does have to do this. Cause yeah. the VMA crowd was probably like, who the fuck are these old guys? Yeah. So nobody's cheering for them. Next up is Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. I'm like, Nice. Holy shit. And they did the show. It was fucking fantastic. And nothing. Nothing? Like, Dougie Fresh is doing the Dougie out there. And like, like and it's incredible. They get to the hook where it's, this is called the show, right? Like, and then they go, do, 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 yeah. do, do, Inspector do, do, Gadget. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they do the thing, they do the call and response thing where they stop rapping and they say, right before it's going to be, this is called the show. And so they sort of like hold the mics out to the audience. No one says a fucking word. Like one of the most recognizable lines in all of hip hop. This is called the show. Like that right. song has been sampled in a thousand songs. Right. And nobody in the crowd knew what the fuck was going on. It was super embarrassing. Then they went to, um, so this was a, a much shorter um, medley. After Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick, they go all the way to Mickey, Nicki Minaj. Jesus. And <laughs> a 35 year job. Just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And the crowd goes fucking crazy. They are rapping along to not just the choruses, every single word. Hmm. So, yes, this is all the same. And then the, after that, it was Lil Wayne. And then they got into LL and DMC. They kind of went all over yeah. the place at that point. But um, so anyway, this all cemented to me that just how much hip hop is pop now, that it is the music of the youth and that whatever age you're at, like that's the that's the music you're going to identify with, though. As I'm saying these words out loud and I'm seeing the look on Tank's face, it does. I don't know that I actually totally believe that because a lot of people get stuck in thinking what they listened to when they were 25, between 15 and 25, let's say, that was the best music. And, right. it, and it gets worse. Right. And we're saying, we have always said that we will always keep an open ear. We right. will always try. Right. So I don't know if what I'm saying is, is totally the case, that just because we weren't kids when the new hip hop was out that we don't get it. Right. And that's the thing is, but we, it's not like we, I mean, if you take, I, I don't know what the magic number is for at what age you become musically adventurous or mm-hmm. knowledgeable. Right. But let's just arbitrarily say 12 years old. Yeah. So for us, that'd be roughly 87, 88. Yeah. It's not like we can't appreciate Dougie Fresh. Sure. Right. All these yeah. things were before, before our us. time. Yeah. That was before us. Grandmaster Flash and Furious right. Five were before us. Yeah. Right. I mean, the video was laughably horrible Holy and the shit. audio didn't that. sync up to oh, his mouth. But, so good. You know, but like, that's the thing is like, and, and all these things that, okay, it, it, it's sort of a, I don't want to say irrelevant, but like you said, pop music is going to be currently popular. People are going to know the words yeah. and they're going to, I really am struggling to see that 20, 30 years from now, mm-hmm. those people will remember or care about those words. I feel like it's ephemeral. It's going to come. It's going to go. Nothing is going to stick. Okay. So that's a really good point. Think of the, think of what they'll do to 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 reference an old episode with Rolling Stones top 500. Yeah. In th- let let's put some distance from it. 
so that there, so you know, time can elapse. Let's say thirty years from now, fifty years from now, are any of these artists' albums considered now? And let's just assume that it's a fair judgment, you know, with all mm-hmm. the exceptions that Dick and I had. We each each gave three, I think. Um, let's say it's fair. It's judged by peers and critics and musicians alike. Can you imagine a lot of this stuff making it? No. Who's listening to Lil Uzi Vert 30 years from now? I don't think anybody You're is. just not. I don't think and, so. And, and look, I I could be wrong, right? And maybe in season 84 of the Excited to Play podcast, <laughs> where we are Coming taking turns in. changing each other's diapers. <laughs> right. And still bitching about the state of hip hop. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but like, I just, I, I feel like there's a forest through the trees element of this. Mm. If it's good enough, you don't need to explain it. Well, that's true. That's and, true. And the 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 zeitgeist and, and people's attention spans are so microscopically small sure. that yes, you need a constant churn of new content Absolutely. to keep people's attention. Absolutely. And you could just throw one mumble rapper after another into it and they're gonna be popular for a week. Right. And okay. I, I just don't know that any of it is has substance and is yeah. going to stick. I don't know. And and I guess it, it time will tell, but I don't feel like my radar is that far off that I can't right. see anything. Right. You know what I mean? Just because I'm old. Right. Yeah. It, it, and again, we have not given up on the genre. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it's confusing to me. And, and not to put too much weight or stock into the Run the Jewels thing, but, you know, okay, they're not, I mean, they're they're older guys. They're not much younger mm-hmm. than us. Mm-hmm. Um, but the music is current. It is. And... We yeah, we appreciate it for what it is. It, yeah. I just feel like if anyone was putting the fucking effort in, yeah, honestly, yeah. And with, with Doja Cat, I think for us that's what it came down to. Yeah. Like there was some effort in the song and the in, in the yeah. flow and the lyrics. Yeah, absolutely, just fucking do something. Yeah, yeah. I don't get. I mean, the things we look to. So this is worth sort of backtracking here to our origins with hip hop. I think I've mentioned before in this podcast that one of the things I connected with hip hop right away is that hearing the stories of people who are are living lives very different than mine Mm -hmm. and public enemy opened up my, and I'll talk about this when we get to, um, I think probably both top five MCs and our favorite songs. Um, I literally had to crack like history books because there was no internet (laughs) Um, at the time in 87 or 88 or whatever, hearing Chuck D rap about these things. I was, I had no idea, Right. right? Like you said, the phrase 40 acres and a mule. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And then a bunch of other rappers brought it up. I'm like, oh, I guess I need to read up. And, and holy shit. And then my little white boy eyes are opened. And I'm like, right. you know. Um, but that's what I felt about all of it. Like I was I was witness to the stories of people who, because of my own situation, my upbringing and my privilege, I never got a chance to be around. And it was so useful, not just useful, but it was like fucking fascinating. Yeah, it was enlightening. Yeah, and you're getting insight. And I don't need all my, and again, I wasn't listening to all public enemy and all just like socially conscious hip hop. I don't need it to be that, but I need it to reflect something unique about the culture, if that's what it is. And, and, And I'm not seeing that because, well, even if it is unique and it's something that like, I'm not getting high and going to parties all the time, but, um, everyone's saying the exact same thing. Right. And my question to a lot of these artists, you know, again, using quotes is, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm, okay. Right. Like, yeah. other than, like I mentioned, background music. Yeah. I can see how it functions as background music. Sure. It's not educating me. No. It's not making me want to dance. No. It's not moving the party. It, it, no. I mean, what is it doing? That's what I don't get. I don't know. Providing back. I mean, you might be onto something. That's here. what I'm, I, I keep coming back to it's, it's, it's glorified background music. Yeah. And maybe that's all. And I mean, generationally, if that's all you've ever heard, that's all, you know, you don't, you don't know that's that true. it's supposed to be more. That's true. Right. It's like, okay. So this is again, where we start to intersect back to the country story. Has it morphed into something that had nothing to do with what it was? I and, think probably. Right. But no one ever stopped to draw the line and say, okay, guys, this isn't hip hop anymore. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. this is fucking Xanax pop or whatever. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think uh, didn't Maren Morris, a country artist, yep. just came out with and has basically she's like flaming country music yeah. left and right and saying it's not like I like country and I like pop. This is not what what people are doing is no longer country music. Right. Like the Nashville Machine is not country anymore. No. And she, just she clearly listened to our absolutely season two. Our episode biggest one. fan. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Thanks, Maren. 
But I, I want that kind of honesty because she is a country music recording artist. She's going to continue to make country slash pop songs. But that kind of honesty, that matters. Right. And I saw an interview with Lil Uzi Vert where he said, like, I was talking to some dude who's like 32. And I thought, that guy's old as fuck. I don't give a shit about what he has to say. And that was informative to me. Yeah. At least you're telling me. And, and I know in the hip hop community, especially with the sort of sort of elder statesmen, this respect for people who came before you is a big thing. Right. That's done. Like, let's just acknowledge that in country and in hip hop, for the most part, paying tribute to the people who came before you and thinking that your music has to check off these boxes that you, the, the forefathers of hip hop or country did. It doesn't have to anymore. The, the rules have changed. Right. But I guess you can you don't have to follow. You don't have to mimic them, but. I mean, there should still be some acknowledgement of without them, there's no you. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just be respectful. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. You can be respectful without, you know, being derivative. Right. Yeah. And uh, they don't seem too interested in the former. No, no, <laughs> right. they certainly don't. Yeah. And I also want to put a caveat on this. We Tank briefly mentioned Run the Jewels, who we're obviously both like super fans of. Um, there are a few artists that I think I would like, and, and I'm giving myself a homework assignment to dig more into, that stuff has happened over the past 10, 20 years, or is currently happening, that I just don't know enough about. Like, I think I'd probably be into, like, Odd Future, Tyler the Creator, mm -hmm. Earl Sweatshirt. I, I have a feeling I'm going to like that stuff. I've never given it the chance. Um, MF Doom is a blind spot for me, which apparently he's the MC's MC, and yeah. I really need to get into that. So, mm -hmm. And that's a total blind spot for me. Um Kendrick is another example yes. of, of someone who I've spent some time with, like his catalog, had conflicted feelings about and then really need to reinvest because there's something going on there that I think I'd really like and really attach myself to, um, but I haven't spent a lot of time with it. So yeah, uh, I don't want this to seem as a blanket sort of like dismissal of all modern hip hop from, you know, like things stop being cool in 1999 or whatever. Right. Um, there's stuff out there that we, we acknowledge like we need to do some research and we need to, to listen to, but uh, at least in this, this experiment with the rap caviar playlist um, <laughs> left us, left us lacking or it was lacking. And I would be very curious what Kendrick and mm. you know, what they think about. Yeah. Cause I, I think especially in the hip hop community, there's, it, it's like family, right? It is where it's like, you don't talk shit about family Absolutely. outside the family. Absolutely. Unless it's a, unless it's a beef, right? That's right. like, right. exactly. Yeah. But, you know, like normally it's okay behind closed doors. You tell, you know, your brother or sister, they're a fuck up and yeah. they got to get it together. But outside the family, it's a united front. Yeah, sure. I, I think that is maybe why we don't hear much about it, but I can't imagine that again, we, someone like Kendrick Lamar that love or hate, you can't deny the amount of work and thought no he, put, way. he puts into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So how could he look at one, any one of these jokers we just listened to and be like, are you, are you even trying? Yeah. Like you're not doing the same thing I'm doing. No. And I, I, frankly, I'm kind of pissed that we're in the same genre. Right. And my guess is that, I mean, speaking of family in the hip hop community, right. Um, very often guest verses mm -hmm. on other people's track. I can't imagine people like Kendrick would have a guest verse from Somebody right. that was like on brain this. injury guy. Right. Right. <laughs> right. He's not, he's not popping up on, on K dots next record. Cause it's a whole different fucking thing. Right. Right. It's not even in the same world. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. And I guess for me, I mean, the question is, is it, is it ever going to go back? Is it going back to the mm, roots or not? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Can you draw a parallel? Like, have things gotten so far in rock? Like, I think we're obviously have more of a back. Like, I think I listen to mostly rock guitar based music. Has there been like a cultural sort of generational shift this big? I don't I, think so. I don't think so either. I think they've still found a way. I think if you listen to like any indie rock record that comes out tomorrow or nine, you know, nine out of 10, eight out of 10, it's not that different from the origins of rock music no and i think it's because right? they they're tethered to those instruments mm. right i mean for a rock band it's gonna be drums guitar bass yeah it just is right because if it's not it's not rock music oh Where interesting it, whereas hip-hop was never tethered no. to an instrument good point you're always reflecting whatever is cool because you're a sample based medium right right or it, genre and maybe oh and, interesting you know maybe they i mean part of it too is maybe they ran out of samples like, you know, maybe part of the reason this sounds so pedestrian is like, well, if there was a good sample, 
I, no, I don't buy that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm thinking of like that, that series that both you and I like that rhythm roulette. Yeah. On, uh, that's true. That mass appeal where they, they take a DJ and blindfold them in a record store and they pick out three rant and they're often janky ass yeah. weird records and they make a beat in like yeah. what, 30 minutes no, or something right. like that. You're right. Um, yeah. Our, our buddy Jay says that all the time. Like they're going to run out of music. Like, like even in rock, he's like, it's all the same. No, I don't think they'll ever run out. I think it's that's an excuse to a certain extent. But but you do have a good point in that when you are sampling, you can take what was something that was recorded yesterday right. or something that was recorded 50 years ago and right. you can always keep it fresh or always go backwards and yeah. And I do think I do think it gets harder, right? I, I think that you know, sometimes I feel like you know, you look at the Beatles and what they did to pop music. Yeah. Not that they weren't geniuses, but I feel like well, they were working against no history. Mm, interesting in terms of there was nothing to avoid sounding like okay right right and whereas as you go down the line it gets harder and harder to sure. sound 100 percent agreed so I, I think some of that might be that could be a pretty daunting mountain that Absolutely. these you know rappers currently face like yeah. how do i make my own lane against this you know all this back history. I think we think about it when we're making our podcast every week. Yeah. I, I know I, it weighs on my shoulders heavily. Like, how is this different than any other two dudes talking about music? And that's something it, it, it is. It's the hardest thing to do to do something sort of original. But that's when, you know, anybody who writes on creativity will tell you, you got to rely on your own voice being unique. Exactly. And, and, and you, you got to do the work in it. and you got to do the work and right. you got to believe in it. And right. your voice, it will matter. It will. Of right. course it will. Right. Because um, if you stay authentic, if yeah. nothing else, it's authentic. Yeah. Right. And that's why I, why I can't, I, where none of this resonates with me, yeah, the stuff sure. we listen to, because right. it's like, it does, it's, it's so clearly non-authentic. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like, look, if your name is, if I don't even know what the fuck your name is, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm enough tuned into music to know that Absolutely. if I don't know your name, I'm guessing you're not a millionaire. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Right. So all this shit you're talking about, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Whatever, which I guess to some extent hip hop always was, right? Like these, a lot of the guys rapping about what they had, did they really have it? Or about know? how great, how they're the best MC and like, right. well, you can't all be the best. Right. <laughs> right. But I mean, but even, even the, the phrase MC as master of ceremonies, yeah. like does any tenant of hip hop apply to current hip hop? Can any of these guys even call it, call themselves an MC? What are you, what ceremony are you the master of? That's taking a, really a nap point. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, and not to overly romanticize it, you know, to something that I wasn't even really privy to in, in my own life. But like, th to me, that's the, the, the great part of hip hop is, okay, it's, here's the mic. Yeah. Go do something. Right. Keep right? the party going. Right. It's the Eminem eight mile. Yeah, absolutely. Final scene. Yeah. Like here's the mic. Uh-huh. There's the DJ with two turntables. Go. Yeah. Figure and it out. It, it's like, if, this stuff is so far removed from that. Give, you know, Johnny Mumbles, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Put him in front of a crowd with a microphone. What yeah. are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not moving the crowd. No. I can't imagine. No. Unless the, the bar is so low, which I think probably it is. Uh, that's probably part of it. And again, you don't know what you never had, right? Mm -hmm. So for younger people, yeah, maybe this is... They look at the, the soundscape of what's out there. I'm like, well, I don't like Taylor Swift and I don't like country music. Yeah. So I guess I'm listening to this. I think that's a really good point, right? It's like, what do you, what else are you going to pick from? Because no one instinctively goes 20 years back when no. picking their music. No. Especially and, younger people. Yeah. And if you're talking about younger people and who pop is targeted to, there's no guitar based music that is pop anymore. No. I mean, that is not a thing. And no. that, so, so that is another bias. Again, we'd said we'd give a bunch of caveats here and asterisks, but, um, if that's the case, they're not going to look towards rock music. They're going to, you're right. They have the choice of country pop pop, which is like whatever. And, and then this version of hip hop. Yeah. So I guess maybe it's just process of process of elimination. Maybe. And maybe they need to, someone needs to grab them by the hand and say, here, come over here to, yeah, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what the extended play podcast can do. We're, we're for the children. We're for, <laughs> like Wu-Tang. Right. Like Wu-Tang. Extended play is for the children. Exactly. <laughs> So that'll wrap up part one of season three, episode one on hip hop. And we will be back next week with a couple exciting segments. I think that I'm looking forward to, which is we rate our top MCs and 
and we disclose our <laughs> our my five <laughs> our favorite hip hop songs. And uh, you know, we'll carry on the discussion that we started here this week and uh, put a little more personal spin on it. And remember the good old days and the MCs that we uh, are fans of. That's right. Y'all tucked in. Here we go. Once upon a time, not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, where laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good, there lived a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. Me and you tonight, we're gonna make some cash, robbing old folks and making the dash. They did the job, money came with ease, but one couldn't stop, it's like he had a disease, he robbed another and another and another. They're gonna, you're right, they have the choice of country, pop pop, which is like whatever. And, and then this version of hip hop. Yeah. So I guess maybe it's just process, process of elimination. Maybe. And maybe they need to, someone needs to grab them by the hand and say, here, come over here to, yeah, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what the extended play podcast can do. We're, we're for the children. We're for, <laughs> like Wu-Tang. Right. Like Wu-Tang. Extended play is for the children. Exactly. <laughs> So that'll wrap up part one of season three, episode one on hip hop. And we will be back next week with a couple exciting segments. I think that I'm looking forward to, which is we rate our top MCs and, and we disclose our, <laughs> our, my five, <laughs> our favorite hip hop songs. And, uh, you know, we'll carry on the discussion that we started here this week and, uh, put a little more personal spin on it. And remember the good old days and the MCs that we uh, are fans of. That's right. Y'all tucked in? Here we go. Once upon a time, not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, where laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good, there lived a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. Me and you tonight, we're gonna make some cash, robbing old folks and making the dash. They did the job, money came with ease, but one couldn't stop, it's like he had a disease, he robbed another and another.